0: You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress towards your dreams, goals, and desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig-Lyman, and today let's work on Project You. Hi you guys, this is Cami Craig Lyman. Pumped to be with you today because we're talking about something that is not talked about enough. I hang out with people every single day, all day long. I deal with emotions. I gladly hang out with frustrations and attitudes. I have the luxury of asking questions that are a little bit deeper than just the generic how are you, because I'm fascinated by the mind. I'm fascinated by why people do the things they do, including myself. I've done things in my life that that literally are mind-blowing because of my lack of or my neglect on really what was going on there. And 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 not being present and not being completely mindful. So at this rate, what I want to do is I want to ask you to step foot, you know, by listening but also engaging into a place in your life where you also struggle. So as you you know, are aware of the struggle that you're thinking about, I want you to then go with me into a foundation of where this came from so we can better understand ourselves in order to be the best version of self. Okay, backtrack a little bit more, giving you some pure facts here from the age two to seven, the brain is a primary wave state. This is the same state as hypnosis. Okay. So everyone knows that when you're in hypnosis state, you're just a basic sponge. You're going to do as what they say. Right. And that's how a child is. And what a child does from two to seven through research, of course, is that they take on beliefs. They take on habits that they see and patterns from their caregivers. Okay. And as the child ages, they, they also get influenced by the school system that they're in the culture and society that they're around all the time, which we're, we're going to talk about later. Now, when, when I first discovered that, it immediately was like, ding, 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 ding. You got the answer, Cam, right then and there. You are not addicted to sugar. You're addicted to love. That's the the message here that I ding, ding, dinged on when I, when I figured this out, that things come from a foundational setting in life when I was a sponge. Story is, when we're defining our mindset, we also... Are you know when we're when we're aware of our mindset and we don't want to you know succumb to I'm I'm addicted to sugar like this food owns me no it doesn't I need to reframe my mindset in in a way that is just as powerful as me saying that I'm addicted to sugar because I'm not not sugar does not own me what owns me and what had owned me was my special moments and my, my time of love and my time of Thanksgiving. So my aha moment, when I finally figured out that I'm no longer addicted to sugar, I was actually just recreating a time that I loved with all my heart was when i rooted back to to how we grew up and my dad worked all day he got up early in the morning he he was super super successful very hard working man again i mean the the guy has worked three lifetimes in one and i i enjoyed his love language at a young age and so what he did is he came home from work around 3 4 o'clock in the afternoon and on his way back down geiger grade he'd stop at 7 11 and or the foothill market and get my brother and i a treat and that treat was always usually a drink and and also something to eat that was sweet because he knew that we both loved that that kind of stuff and he was very seasonal he would he would share with us like the sobe green tea and then one season it was dr pepper and then another season it was um some lemonade drink you know and then it was beef jerky and then it was reese's pieces so he was very generous in sharing his love language to us because um you know we weren't with him right after school and whatnot and so we'd run inside and we'd be so excited that he was there and we'd devour it and then we'd go along our way again with whatever we were doing which is always super adventurous up in the foothills and so then i i engaged in life engaged in life and was playing with my brother half the time and the night came the night came so mom was always cooking and at the end of the night i would Take my, my dad would finally sit down after doing the lawn or playing catch with my brother, feeding the horses, making a new fence, whatever it was. He finally sat down after the sun had set. At that time, Jeopardy would come on and his feet would be on the floor and I'd run over there and untie his shoelace, or boot um, laces on his boots. And I was just loving the fact that this is my time with my father. We're going to sit down. We're going to watch Jeopardy. Wheel of Fortune is going to come on right after Uh, dinner has already been indulged in. And after we get into get into Wheel of Fortune or while we're into my dad's going to ask me, hey, babe, go get the ice cream or I would go get the ice cream before he would even ask me. And the ice cream was a half gallon of ice cream okay and no we wouldn't eat the whole darn thing but we wouldn't we would indulge in it so I I had that little snack right and then I and then I went to uh, play time a lot of activity and then we had dinner and then we we had our next snack which is before bed our little nightcap okay and that was routine that became a pattern that became a habit so as I grew up those are things that that I was doing um, just subconsciously. Like I was actually literally running on mental programming. and this is why everyone feels stuck in in their later life because because the subconscious is so powerful. And until you really, really, really learn to work at this, to really understand where it came from, and unravel you know your mental programming, that you'll repeat it every single day. And that's what I caught myself doing. I caught myself actually repeating my, my, my experiences of having that little snack and then dinner and then dessert and then going to bed and doing the do again. And I, I wanted to make sure that I we know when i got into my adult life i wanted to make sure that nothing owned me like it made me mad that i felt that i was addicted to sugar and sugar owned me because i wanted it all the time but really when when i stepped into becoming conscious and fully present i then was literally able you guys to backtrack to where this stemmed from because i was conscious because i was present and really being mindful about this. For the first time in my life, I had this aha moment that was so exciting because I I literally got to keep the memory of my dad and all those fun times and the things that I loved. And I got to reframe them, right? By not by not succumbing to doing that action over and over again in my adult life because I didn't make me feel good at this point in my life I was feeling inflamed I was feeling, um you know sick my gut did not feel good and I, I could literally put it to um you know give all credit to the the sugar itself that was making me feel this way so I then started to understand that I was I was transforming from this mental program to being present, which was helping me reframe my mindset. And really when you're reframing, <clears throat> you're also walking down a path of healing. You have to be able to heal in order to reframe because you just don't go one day like, I'm gonna stop eating the, the pint of coffee, Haagen-Dazs ice cream that I was eating. <laughs> Um, Every, you know, other night, every three, every third day, because I was, I was, um, you know, really attaching myself to a memory that I loved with all my heart. Like this, those are moments that I'll treasure forever. And, and so instead I just enjoy them. I think about them. I smile about them but i don't do that while i'm grabbing the ice cream anymore because i know i now know where it came from and i have the will and i have the power because my superpower is my self-discipline my new superpower is my self-control and that's something that i you guys necessarily didn't have my whole life i felt like i was in control although i was i was lying to myself a lot because i was acting and doing mind mindlessly so when, when we talk about the subconscious, I want to share with everyone that you can shift this. It takes a lot of commitment and it takes a lot of work. And sometimes it takes a lot of soul searching. Every single day, every single day, I was soul searching on why just on this topic of, of thinking that this element, which was sugar, I was addicted to. And that's not the case at all. I really didn't have a bad relationship with food. I was just choosing this, okay, because of my, my programming that wasn't bad. It was just, it was built off of love. Uh, but but I, have the, I have the choice to make that change. And that's when I found that when I was in the present moment, I was really, really able to control what was going in my mouth. And that was really cool feeling. So so going going into our environments, going into our habits and understanding where where this where this comes from is is monumental in getting into the new mindset. I share in Project C, I share with Project U that you are worth finding out and discovering more about yourself. I have this friend that is a paraplegic and I'll never forget asking him questions and I'll asking him, may I touch your legs, may I understand what this possibly feels like, you know, may I may I ask these questions to to better, you know, get inside your shoes and see from your perspective because his mindset on being a paraplegic, so being a six five dude and running around and and being super fit and being challenged and having the career that he did to literally being paralyzed for the rest of his life and having to discover a new way of living only happened because of his mindset. Average is that, you know, a, a person like that, falls into the victim card and falls into the pity of self and doesn't come out of it. And if they do come out of it, it's it's really far down the road. So when I had that conversation, his name is Chris Chapman. I will never, ever forget the fact that he was really excited and really aware and really present to discover himself. So his mindset was way different than the average paraplegic. He 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 knew that this was going to be his new self and he knew that he needed to take the chance to understand what it was that he was dealing with uh, scientifically with his body. And he needed to change his environment, he needed to change his habits in order to create this new amazing life that he's about to live, the new chapter had to come from having a a better mindset and that only comes from understanding that you're worth it and that you are responsive enough to self to to make it work and to make it happen so when we're caught up in bad environments you know when we're caught up in these bad habits which was our was our previous podcast it's very very honorable and actually admirable to to really make that change I tell people all the time when you're looking at changing your mindset and changing your body physically that you got to be willing to point your finger at self rather than blaming others. Because at that point, you're no longer where your feet are, you're no longer present, you're no longer a part of the your plan. You're outside of your plan and you really actually just don't deserve that. But I relate to people when they say I've been I'm stuck and I feel hopeless. I feel drained. I feel like I'm falling into this self-pity because this is who I am, you know? And really, it's not. It's just a little part of your life where you're down, where your mindset isn't right. You're you're feeding your your mental with, you know, negative self-talk or dialogue and we deserve that we can be and we will be our better self through reframing the mindset. When you're seeking to reframe your mindset, I believe that it's also very important to think about your environment and to think about the habits and patterns. And also understand and educate yourself on behalf of the science of the brain and the mind. How and why does it work the way it does? And when we start to discover those elements, we start to understand that according to clement stone you are a product of your environment so choose the environment that will best develop you toward your objective analyze your life in terms of its environment are the things around you helping you towards success or are they holding you back it's a really really good basic simple question to ask oneself is this serving you or is it holding you back when it comes to your environment? Because that's where a lot of people, I don't think take into full consideration that change is in order if, if, if only change happens and change doesn't happen because fear is involved. And if we if we go back to the root and live every single day with intent and purpose from the beginning with zero constraints, with zero restrictions, no money, no time, no worry, no concern can hold you back from making that decision to consciously be present enough to make decisions to help you be the best version of self. When it comes to Project C and a 16 week transformation, everything seems to be about the body. You know, we're working out and we're eating certain foods and we're fueling our body throughout the day we're staying hydrated, we're building our immunity, we're, we're gaining um, you know, big headway in our beta- metabolic system. Although none of this is possible if the mind isn't right, if we're not serving in, in better habits, if we're not serving in be- better patterns. And I, I, I absolutely know this only through experience. You know, I used to back in college, I used to tell myself through all the hard work that I gave my team and I gave my teachers and and I and I gave self and I I mentally crumbled over the weekends because I didn't find the, you know, the the habits to be healthy because I was overworked during the week. So I really was going as hard as I could and, and not giving myself enough self-care in between the day, hints to why I have patterns and different habits these days than I do then to support my, my ultimate goal, you know? And, and I, I know that my mental wellness was, was altered a little bit because of of that. So on the weekends, I'd always say through, you know, glutton and through, through, you know, those fights and battles that I had with myself through sleep and food. And I would, I would literally on Sunday be like, okay, I'm going to start over all on Monday. I'm gonna just do this I get a second chance and I'm gonna go for the gold and I'd go for the gold and I'd go right back to that that little disorder over the weekend and I and I I supplied myself of, of of bad habits over the weekend that kept my mindset back and and I didn't have boundaries you know in places that I needed and once I discovered that and was aware I was able to reframe so People often talk about you know, not having the proper sleep and not having the proper gut health and, and they don't even know their purpose and, and they, they have zero community and they don't feel connected and then they just feel alone and they feel stuck. Well, all of that gets shifted through a mindset. And through a mindset, it, it, it also plays a huge note on choice. Are you willing to make the choice once and for all to better yourself? Because you deserve it. I promise you, 100% I believe that you deserve to be the best version of yourself. And the coolest part about it is that everyone else is taken. They're doing their due. They're doing what they gotta do to reach their goals. And it should be no no thought in your mind that you need to be giving energy to, to others when attempting to find your mental wellness to have a great mindset in order to achieve your personal success and everyone's personal success looks differently and is defined differently and that's and that's the beauty between it all so right now i'm going to take a quick break and i'm going to be right back with you to come across and, and to chat about some strategies to help you changing your mindset. Have you ever started a running regimen only to find yourself lost and bored? That's exactly why I've created the sprint ebook. If the treadmill had you tired, these proven sprint workouts will help you stay on target and in shape in 30 minutes or less. Did you know that sprints are the most effective workout for people looking to shed fat, but maintain muscle? Head to ccfreno.com backslash sprint, again, CCFReno.com backslash sprint and get your copy of the sprint ebook today. I hope you guys are ready for some strategies on behalf of how to help change your mindset. This again is only done through practice and routine. It's done through hard work and effort every single day to earn this new knowledge that you deserve to have. I've been really intrigued over the past seven months to learn and to understand, you know where and why our minds work the way they do. And this woman by the name of Marianne Diamond was one of the founders of modern science. And I found over, you know, digging into her name because she came up through research that there's a term called neuroplasticity. It, and it's somewhat new discovery that shows that the brain can change throughout life due to internal factors, which are thoughts, and external environments, which is lifestyle. So, this woman by the name of Marion Diamond, she dedicated her, her whole career in studying neuroplasticity and found that the brain is highly plastic. So, she was the first to prove that the brain shrinks when it's not enriched and grows with enrichment. Okay, hints to why I, I'm i really enjoying not listening to music in the car anymore this year in 2019, but making that change to help change and reframe the mindset by being educated and enrich my mind uh, through this new knowledge and being a student all the time, which has created this whole new space on the direction of reframing my mindset. When I was reading through all my research, I, I found a discovery that uh, was found by uh, Richard Davidson. And that was the thought alone was associated with neuroplastic gains and improved immune response. Okay, So a profound discovery was found by Richard Davidson who found that thought alone was associated with neuroplastic gains and improved immune response. Okay, so we don't think much about our brain we don't talk enough about how we can make choices to keep our brain healthy through life. We're destined to have our brains shrink it, shrink, and the memory problems and the neuroinflammation. We create an environment where our brain creates new pathways through lifestyle, through thoughts, and through mental changes. So, in um, and again, my research, I found, for example, that the National Institute of Mental Health has encouraged the use of neuroscience and clinical care but it's clear we have a slow adaptation. And I, I say that because at some point we got to understand that we are working unit every single day with self. So if we can start to understand that the neuroplasticity, the ability to change neural connections in the brain throughout life due to the thoughts and the behavior and the environment, we're better already by just knowing that. OK, say that again. Neuroplasticity, the ability to change neural connections in the brain throughout life due to thoughts, behavior and environment. It were better already. OK, and if you can start to generate, you know, new strategies on just behalf of knowing a little bit more about how your mind works then you start to set better boundaries and you start to better, um, better structure for your life. You start to live mindfully instead of just being mindful, mindfulness, okay? So there's two separate talks right there. Are you living to understand how you actually work or are you just going through the motions and hoping for the best? And I've been there. I've done that. And I and I feel like it was it was really really good. You know, I I I had fun. Uh, and 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 I know that I was, you know, flawed. And I know that I was falling and had my failures and stuff. But because of them, I was able to be more conscious and to make a better decision. You know, seriously, one day just making that decision, being like, no, 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 no. I am not gonna walk in this light anymore. I've got to change something, and it's not my eating. It's not my workouts. It's not how much I'm drinking. Right now, it has everything to do with my mindset. And I, I really, really admire those that can have that self-control and that self-discipline to to learn and to discover who they are, like the Chris Chapmans in the world. I mean, my very first client was 100% blind she she was one that walked around not able to see a darn thing and she gave me better insight on on the mind alone like this woman wanted to be her best self physically okay and she made that choice to discover herself and challenge herself by making that choice and having the correct mindset and that was in college you know she was ahead of the game but she was also you know you know stripped of of her of her sight at some point in her life and and she saw in a, in a different element which made her more conscious of why in her in her purpose which made which made me start thinking you know even all the way back then so action of the week i want you to think about one story you're telling yourself about an area in which you're struggling for me This was saying that I had a sugar addiction and reframing this as a need for love. What's an area of your life you can identify you'd like to reframe? Take a moment and reframe it. Right now in your mind, take it, please. Take this time to reframe. Allow your struggles, allow your challenges to no longer own you. Walk away from them. Understand the mind just a little bit more. And if that means to research, to put yourself out there, to have uncomfortable conversations with your doctor or people around you that might be a little bit more intelligent in that field, please do that. Because as you do that, you'll start to unravel in a more positive light to reframe your mindset and to become the better version of self. Every moment in life is an opportunity to practice being who you want to become. Follow your heart. I remember that love truly does win. Thanks for tuning in with me, you guys. Till next time.